This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mercy Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Thomas, and I'm the podcast coordinator and content specialist here at Mercy. Hey, guys, I'm Melanie Wise, and I'm the senior director of outreach here at Mercy. And we are so excited that you've joined us for another episode of Mercy Talk this week. Um, We are really excited today to announce that in just a very few short weeks, we are going to be releasing our updated edition of Keys to Freedom that we have been working almost a good full year on. Y'all, if you think that writing a book, I mean, (laughs) writing a book is a beast. Even just making small edits to a book is a beast. I remember I started diving into this project when we first had to start quarantining because of COVID. I was like, oh, this would be a good time to dive into some of the things that we wanted to update in the study. That was a year ago. So, I mean, man, it's, it's been, um, yeah, like a little over a full year of processing just, you know, some feedback from the past study participants and leaders, and honestly, just like praying through every word and every concept of the study, making little edits, making little tweaks, designing a new cover. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited about it. Um, Creating new graphics uh, for some of those inside pages. I mean, it's a lot. And then after you do all that, you got to get it re-edited or re-proofed <laughs> and re-typeset and all. The, I mean, y'all, it's a, oh, it's a lot. It's a thing. Gosh. So um, that was, and I mean, that was just for the study guide. I know, right? That's <laughs> we also <fun. laughs> made a bunch of updates to our leader guide. So um, yeah, we've, we've updated our, our leader guide. We're adding a whole new kind of library of um, leader training videos that we cannot wait yes. to, we're literally in the process of recording those as we speak on this podcast yes. today. Um, and just enhancing our, um, what we can do to equip people who lead people through keys to freedom. Uh, we're going to release with this, um, new edition, we're going to release an entire video teaching series That's uh, on so keys cool. to freedom that will be available for purchase. Um, yeah. there's also going to be an e-version available for international, for people who, you know, want to do the study internationally and can't get a hard copy of the book. It's just, there's a, there's been a lot that's gone alongside, um, you know, some of these just updates that we've made to the study. So we're just really excited about it. And, you know, if things go as planned, which you just never know, I have learned over the last 365 days that sometimes things do not go as planned. And the Enneagram one in me has to release control (laughs) and surrender that. But if things go as planned, we are hoping that at some point in the month of April, maybe potentially early May, um, we're going to be able to kind of release a lot of this stuff out into the world. And, um, and so I'm, I'm very excited about that, but to kind of launch us into this exciting season, we realized that it has been years since yeah. we have done shows on the keys to freedom, like yeah. years. I'm like, how is that possible? That is kind of the core of who we are as an organization. We haven't talked about it on Mercy Talk in years. In years. So 
we felt like it was time to do it again. And um, to even be able to incorporate a few of the kind of updates and some of the new concepts that we um, are going to be introducing in the updated um, study or the new edition. And so um, we also realized, though, that we didn't have Brooke with us. Whenever we last recorded this series on Keys to Freedom, and some of you listening may be like, well, is Brooke there? Because I haven't heard her voice. She's been real quiet. She's usually not that quiet. So no, uh, she is not with us today, but she will be here for all of the upcoming shows that we do in this series. So I just think it's going to be fun to get, you know, the Brooke Heels perspective on all of our Keys to Freedom as well. I'm sure all of our listeners who followed us would agree that it's always fun to get the Brooke Keels perspective on just about anything. Oh my God. So yes. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, just throw it out there. Just throw yeah, it out there. Exactly. Just throw out a topic and you're going to get a lot. <laughs> so uh, over the next eight weeks, we are going to really unpack the keys to freedom for you all, but hopefully do it. If you are, or if you are sitting here listening and you're going well, hey, a minute, I have done the keys to freedom study 1 million times. I do not need to listen to a series on this topic. Again, we are really going to try to do this from a fresh and personal perspective instead of just yeah. basically we're not going to sit here and just read the chapters to you guys okay that's not right. what's about to happen so <laughs> so if you're thinking i do not need to hear this again we are really gonna try to do this from just kind of a new fresh perspective and also just a really personal one and share how we've seen some of this stuff play out in our own lives i feel like sharing personal perspective on these kinds of things can just help people mm-hmm really put it in the practical day-to-day. Oh, this is how this works itself out in daily life. I think that's really important. So we're just hoping to offer some just, you know, new, fresh insights into all of this. Yeah. So we're excited about it. It's going to be good. Was this one of those things, Mel, when you, when y'all came back and you're like, this is going to be, let's just, let's, let's do this. Like, let's get out all of these additional resources. Did it feel did it, I don't want to say easy, but did it oh, feel yeah. like, oh, well, this will be a quick oh, yeah. whip this up real fast kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. let's just get a new, let's just get someone to create a new cover. Thinking that that's <laughs> just like, they'll just do it real quick and then it's yeah. done. Yeah, Not realizing yeah. that it's going to take weeks of going back and forth, tweaking small things. I didn't know that oh, like gosh. graphic design could be so complicated and nuanced. Meticulous, yeah. yeah. Just that piece, you know, much less. Like, oh yeah, let's do a, let's do this whole new library of training videos for leaders. <laughs> right. That'll be so easy. You just stand in front of a camera and say a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. No, it's easy. not easy. It's like, <laughs> takes so, it's so everything. And this is just, I think I get excited about ideas and obviously I'm very excited about all that we're doing with this, but um, sometimes I forget like the level of, you know, investment time, energy, organization, people oh my that God. is required for sometimes things that seem small, but Ooh, totally. it's, it's made me so thankful for the yeah. amazing team of people that we have here at Mercy oh my gosh. that yeah. work together to make this stuff come together. So yeah. So amazing. And you're right. Like one kind of begots the other, as far as like, okay, well let's do an ebook and then the videos and it's going to be so worth it. Like when people see oh, it, yeah. it will. I'm at that point now where I'm like, I just need to hold this thing in my hand. Right. Yeah. You need to touch it. (laughs) I just need to see these videos on my screen. Yes. And then I'll be like, yes, all of that was totally worth it. It was totally worth it. That's right. (laughs) Yes, Lord. Amen. Um, Yes. I love it. And Mel's so right about just getting back into um, not only the study, but, but really kind of bringing it to you guys with, with a fresh perspective and trying to make it more personal. And we were even chatting before we started 
and forgive me that I sound like I, my voice dropped like five octaves because in Tennessee, <laughs> the <laughs> are, are with us. Yes. They are alive and well. Yes. <laughs> alive and well. Um, but just even how, when you have to go through this and kind of learn, learn, learn it all over again, so to speak, and even mm-hmm. learn what it means to explain it to others and, and see nuanced things that you didn't realize before. It just adds a whole nother layer. It adds a whole nother yeah. depth. And so if, if you're joining us today and you're going, well, cool. Um, I actually don't really know what, K- you know, we, we get KTF, yeah, tell you me know, more. keys uh-huh. to freedom. <laughs> like, what is this? Like a, a serial, you know, like, no, we want to just <laughs> give you a brief history because if you've been around mercy, then yes, you know, and Mel's right. It's crazy. I was going through our archives last night in the, um, in our podcasts and seeing how, you know, the last time that we had done a, a keys to freedom study. It's been a while. Um, so if you've been around mercy, then you will be very familiar, but if not, we just kind of wanted to give you, uh, just a little st- a backstory of what it was. And really it started many years ago. Our, our founder and president, Nancy Alcorn felt the Lord really highlighting some very specific principles and his word for our residents at that time. And, and, and very convicted that these keys needed to be implemented with, you know, every resident in our mercy home. And, um, it was going to be instrumental in, in just what it looked like to come to mercy and finding healing and hope and freedom in Jesus Christ. And so that led about eight years ago to a book called ditch the baggage, which many of you might know. So if you've ever read both and you're like, these, these feel really close. <laughs> that's, that's why, that's why. So it started first with ditch the baggage. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was really, a passion to see men and women uh, living in these principles, these, uh, you know, healing these keys of um, what, what does it mean to get to the root or the source of what I'm dealing with? And we'll talk more about that here in a minute. Um, But all this to say that led to what would eventually become a study. It was like, we need to get these principles in the hands of every, every, you know, of all the peoples and how, how can we best do that? Well, a study interactive all of those kinds of things, super practical. And, you know, we love that word and what it means. And so that led to a team of staff members here at Mercy, um, including some of our UK staff and also including Mel here because, you know, she's so humble about it. When I first came, I was like, uh, wow, this is like really good, like really, really good. And she was very casual about, oh yeah, I worked on that. I wrote that. I mean, in- instrumental y'all, Mel, Melanie Wise was on this like well it truly was I think that's what was so cool about it was just that it really was such a very cool team effort yeah you know people people from so many you know our UK team I mean everybody who kind of brought their different gifts and perspectives to the table because we had people who had counseling backgrounds we had people who had more pastor I mean I kind of came more from a pastoral small former small group leader perspective um our um, CEO in the UK. I mean, she's just a fantastic writer. So I always tell people if there's anything in case freedom that makes you cry, that was probably something that Ariana added. (laughs) She's just so good. And so all these different backgrounds, but also different gifts kind of all came together to create this study. So it was just a cool thing to see. I don't know how many books are written by a group. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe there's more out there, but it's usually like a primary author with a little bit of input from some people, but this really was such a group team effort. Yes. Yes. And I, I love that even, I mean, even that aspect of writing as a group, probably 
adds to the complexity and the timeline of working together. But then you, you're left with this really um, beautiful picture of so many perspectives and insight. And yeah. you know, I love that you have the, the professional counseling. You also have the pastoral. Um, it's just, it's beautiful. And, and really the thing with keys that I love too, is that it's not just, oh, it's for the hurting. Like it's mm-hmm. for the weary. I mean, it is, it is definitely that, but it's really intended for every believer, mm-hmm. no matter your background. Uh, and I'm thankful for that because I've seen in my own life how when I am honest and diligent, maybe that's the right word, to be working through and looking at these keys and going, okay, Lord, how how am I doing in this area? How am I doing in this area? Even when things seem to be going well, that is such a, I don't, I don't want to say prepar- preparatory period, but it's just, it's it, it cultivates it, that intimacy with the mm-hmm. Lord. And, and when those hard times do come and they will, um, you have this foundation of Lord, we're talking, I'm talking about what it looks like to forgive and forgive myself and others. And even when I'm angry at you and I'm talking about what it looks like to be honest about my family history of, you know, addiction or whatever, and, and yeah. working through those beforehand so that when you're hit with those life altering problems or issues like you're not trying to just like paddle to <laughs> to mm-hmm. stay afloat you know that's a poor example but I'm grateful for this study it, it's helped cultivate my own relationship with the Lord and make me a better friend coworker, spouse all of that even in even in, even in the good seasons I yeah say. yeah so. me me too I'm, yeah I'm constantly telling people I'm like God, I'm just so thankful that I um you know, have, have these keys in my own back pocket (laughs) to carry with me every single day because, um, we, and this is the, this is kind of a new little teaser here guys, but this is, this is a new graphic that we actually introduced in the study was that it's like a key ring. Um, it's like you, and, and we call this, and we are very intentional about calling this study a discipleship study because it's basically, if, you know, if being a disciple of Jesus means learning and being empowered and equipped to live and love and lead as Jesus did yes, to be able to empower other people to do the same, then there's, I don't know what else you would call this study. It is a discipleship. It is a way to give you biblical principles for walking out daily life in a way um, that is very aligned with the way that Jesus taught and also the way he lived. So you, in this study, you learn all about these different biblical principles. You're like educated on them, but then you're very, very equipped with practical ways to walk them out in your daily life. And we kind of use this image of this keychain because it's like, you know, if you think about the keys that you carry around with you every day, you've got your house key, your car key, your office key. I don't know what else. I feel like I have other random, my mailbox key. key. Your mailbox. Sure. (laughs) I don't use every single key every single day. Right. Um, and sometimes I use my car key 15 times and my house key only once, or I I don't use my mailbox key hardly ever because my husband gets the mail, you know, (laughs) but like, I've got all of these keys at my disposal on a daily basis. Um, and it doesn't mean that I use them in a sequential order. It doesn't mean that I use them all equally every single day, but I've got access to them anytime I need them. And that is exactly what these 
keys in this study are meant to be. Yes. Giving you a key ring full of biblical life transforming principles that you can carry with you every day and use as you need them. You won't use them in a sequential order hardly ever. Sometimes you'll use all of them in one day. Sometimes you'll only use one and you might use it five times that day. You know, that's kind of how that is the image that we, and that's literally a graphic that we've added to the study um, throughout the weeks um yes. to just kind of get that picture of like oh, i'm adding oh now i've got a new key to add to my ring you know yeah so um you know that's kind of one of the new things but for those of you who have done keys to freedom and you're kind of like what do you mean you updated it what does that mean <laughs> just to let you know i mean it is not like the content is the same there is some some different areas throughout the study that we just felt needed a little bit of enhanced clarity. So there's some language clarity here and there. Um, There are some areas where we really felt like, oh man, if we could just add a couple of questions here to really bring out this principle, like the reflection questions. Um, So some of those are either enhanced in some way, or we've even added a few new ones in some, in some places. Um, We, there's a couple of areas where we built out some concepts that we felt thought we didn't hit hard enough in the first version. Like for example, um, I think you just mentioned this anger at God. Um, that was an area that we thought, man, a lot of people struggle with this, you know, with having bitterness and anger towards the Lord. And that can be a huge hindrance in their life and in their walk with the Lord. And so let's build out that principle a little more. I mean, we barely touched on it in the first edition. And so in this edition, just building it out a little bit more. Um, and so we've done that in a couple of spots. Uh, again, we have a new cover that I'm really excited about, uh, some just kind of new graphic elements. Um, and there is one, there is one specific key that we actually have changed the name of the key. I'm not even going to tell you guys, we're just going to let, you'll know because when we, (laughs) when we do it in this uh, podcast series, you'll know what it is. But again, it's the same concept. It's the same content in that then that key, it's not going to be something brand new, um, but we just changed the title. So yeah. it's, you know, really from someone who's done the study before, if you pick up this new edition, it, you're not going to go, oh my word, this is a completely different study. You're just going right. to see some little tweaks that we've done here and there to just try to really just enhance it. That's what a new edition really kind of is. Conceptually. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, that's right. No, I love expect. that. And, and, and over the next couple of weeks, we're going to dive into that and hopefully um, just present some of these keys in a new and fresh way with, again, being personal, being honest with our own, you know, struggles and stories and, and such. But hopefully for those of you who have gone through this study, this will just be another, la- you know, <clears throat> layer, so to speak, that you can add to your, your, your repertoire as far as like going through it and experiencing new revelation, um, even new things to pass along and, and what you are learning and, and, and doing for groups maybe that you're leading. And so to start today, we wanted to just make sure that we were all on the same page with a very foundational concept here at Mercy. And that has to do with the tree. And if you've been around Mercy, then you'll, you'll be familiar with the tree. If you've ever come to Empower, then you see um, this laid out exquisitely in our, our handbook here with the tree and the roots. And I love this because uh, it makes so much sense. Uh, when I first saw it, again, when I first came to Mercy, I was like, oh, dang, that, <laughs> that's, that's the, problem like that's the that's the deal so uh to start 
what we see in other people a lot of times at first glance is the behavior. You know, it's the, it's the perfectionism or the people pleasing or an eating disorder or self-harm, or we see um, the behaviors and we think that's the problem. That's, Mm -hmm. we need to like attack that. We need to Mm -hmm. stop it. (laughs) And we have, we kind of joke at mercy. We have a, a, we have a fun video. If you ever come to empower, which it's, an incredible experience. And so we have this video that kind of makes fun of that concept of people just telling other people to stop it, just stop what you're doing, just stop it and you'll fix it. Like it'll go away on Mm -hmm. its own. It gets funnier every time. I I don't know why. It is Because it's so convicting. And so we look at those behaviors and we're like, man, if I could just stop that, like my life would be great. Like my life would be fine. I'd be whole. What we don't realize is that as we go down the tree, those behaviors are linked linked to a belief system. And it's the lies that we're believing that, that we're, they're feeding essentially that behavior. So we could stop, I guess, for a while, like the self-harm or the drinking or the addiction or whatever that may be. But eventually it's, it's going to come back because our thinking hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. We need something to cope with those lies and with that belief system that we've been holding on to. And the reason is because we're dealing with a much bigger problem down below with our roots. And that's the problem of, take your pick, rejection, mm-hmm. shame, abandonment. I mean, where to, where to start, right? And so I know for me, like, and this is going to sound, I don't mean to for this to sound um, like a trite example, but it really has been an area of bondage for me over the years. And so um please don't take this as me like trying to get off easy, but with, in my own personal life, people pleasing has been a, has been a monster and it sounds cute. It's like, Oh yeah, that's your, you know, like your greatest struggle, your greatest uh-huh. struggle. like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, aren't you precious? Right. Um, and not to say that there are not plenty of others, but it, it's just taking over a lot of my life. It makes yeah. my decisions for me. Yeah. As a co-people pleaser, yeah, we- <laughs> I can I can vouch for like, it's a real area of bondage. Yes. Like it can really hold you captive. So yes. I get yes. it. When, when Ellen <laughs> is surviving on this one, I'm like, I just, I just look at it. I hear the tone yeah. of voice. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. you get, I don't have to explain. Yes. Um. It, it, so it is a real issue. And for years it was like, I just need to stop it. I just need to set boundaries. I just need to say no. Um, But what was really hindering me was this lie that I am only likable if I am doing something for somebody else or I'm only not, and not just likable, but people only, I'm only good for what they need me to do for them. Or, you know, they're only going to be my friend or hang around if I can say yes to whatever it is. And that was coming from a much bigger problem of rejection. Mm -hmm. I was so afraid of people, um, you know, from other experiences that have happened to me before. I was so afraid of people saying, now we don't want you. Yeah, that is true. Or feeling unwanted, that I would do whatever it took to keep them around, even at the debt, you know, to the detriment of my own health and, and in my family's health health. Cause people pleasing is so, you know, like seems so little until you add people to your life. Like whether you get married or you have kids or whatever that looks like. And then you realize that your people pleasing actually is eating away at their life too. Like, you know, your, your inability to say no or set boundaries or it, it just, it's a monster that is never satisfied. It, you know, you're like, I can say yes this time. And, and it, 
it always turns into another time. And so I say all that to say, um, you have to start at actually what the root level is. It, it feels like, okay, let's, let's just stop acting. Let's stop with this behavior. But the truth is that that will never change until you get at the source of what is feeding that, what is continuing those lies and what you're believing. Because when you address that, that changes everything. You know, I mean, you're, you're talking about like, oh, you mean I'm unconditionally loved and wanted and accepted, even if I never did another thing and I can't earn it and I can't lose it. I mean, those kinds of things are life-changing for living out your life. So um, anyways, I say that because we have that analogy in our Keys to Freedom study, and it's so critical to moving forward and understanding the different behaviors Mm -hmm. that we will inevitably journey through and talk about. And we'll talk some more at the end about something really easy that you can do in your own life to kind of get started with that. Um, But that has been incredible in my own spiritual journey of knowing where to start and addressing my my own hangups, you know? Yeah. Mercy Multiplied exists to provide opportunities for all to experience God's unconditional love, forgiveness, and life-transforming power. Our residential program is for women ages 13 to 32, and our outpatient services are for women ages 13 and older. Both programs are voluntary, biblically based, and completely free of charge. Our goal is to help women in our programs permanently stop destructive cycles, discover purposes for their lives, and experience God's unconditional love, forgiveness, and life-transforming power. If you or someone you know would like to apply to one of our programs or you'd simply like to find out more information, you can start by heading to our website at mercymultiplied.com. I really think at the end of the day, the whole the whole analogy of a tree that we use uh, in the study and really everywhere else that we talk or teach about anything um, yeah. It's, it's kind of like, if you ask somebody, if you really, if you just really think about it, what are you after here? Like, right. Are you after good behavior? Yeah. Or are you after being a healthy and whole person? Right. And I think most people would answer that question of saying like, no, more than I just want to behave right. I want to be healthy and whole. Yeah. So that's what we're going after here, because what we, what we would say is that like, if you're like, you were saying the roots, the, if, if your roots are damaged and unhealthy and you've got this tree trunk, that's like full of these like faulty beliefs and thoughts about God, about yourself, like that's not going to produce a healthy tree. There's not going to be healthy fruit that grows on that tree, right? It's a, it's an unhealthy, toxic tree. Yes. So it's like, okay, well then in that case, I got, if I want my tree to be healthy, I've got to go after that root stuff. I've got to go after that belief system. Yes. Then the tree gets healthy. And then what happens naturally wow. as a byproduct of that healthy fruit, healthy branches, like yes. that's what happens naturally. Yes. So it's a losing battle to go after those behaviors that you want to see change. Yes. Cause like if yeah. the tree's unhealthy, the tree's unhealthy, nothing's yeah. going to change. I mean, you might be able to willpower your way out of people pleasing, Rachel. I don't know. You might, you might, but if the tree is unhealthy, if the root yeah. system hasn't been addressed, if the belief system hasn't been addressed, then something else, else, 
Sorry. I, I got you. <laughs> that works. I can, I can do this. Something else unhealthy is yes. going to grow in its place. Yes. That's, you know, and I just have to like concur with you there 1000% because you can will it. You can say, oh, I'm going to like really pull up my bootstraps here and implement good habits and have an accountability partner and da, 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 Sure. But at the end of the day, it's going to manifest in some other behavior because like you said, you haven't gotten to what the source of the issue is. The root right. makes so much sense because that's what's feeding, right. <clears throat> excuse me, that's what's feeding what you're seeing. And you better believe that if you want to be whole, like what you were saying, you can't just attack what you're seeing with your eyes because it will show up in some other area. It may take time. It, it, you may think, you know, I really got this down for like the last year or so. But wait until those hard times come. Wait until something really triggers or kind of like brings those lies back up. And I promise you, it will find another way. Right. To come right. out. So, right. Anyways. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's really what we're after. That's what we're yeah. after. I think that's what Jesus was after. He wasn't really super interested in making, cleaning up our behavior. He wanted that's to great. make our, he wanted to transform our hearts, like that's from great. a deep inside level. So, um, so yeah, that's super foundational. The other piece that's really foundational to the seven keys that we're going to talk through in this, in this series is just the concept of hearing from God, because we just feel like that that is such a foundational piece of the journey for people is that they have got to know and be equipped with how to hear and receive from the Lord in this process. Um, Because we believe that like true transformation is not possible outside of the presence of God and the truth that he communicates to us through the Holy spirit. Yes. Like I can tell you truth and tell you things that are great about you, Rachel, till I'm blue in the face. And it may be great and it may be encouraging. And I'm not saying I don't need to do that. It's important. Our words are powerful. Right. When the Lord and the Holy spirit speak something to like the deepest place of your soul, there is a transformation that happens that no one else on the planet, no other human being, no other book, no other study can touch that the way that the Lord can. So we just think it is vitally important that people understand how to receive from God and hear from God. And so, you know, we love to kind of just unpack, you know, the way different ways that he speaks. And we will always, 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 always say the word of God is our plumb line is the primary way that he communicates with us is through the written scriptures. Um, but it's not the only way that he also communicates to us through, you know, his still small voice that kind of like, um, maybe sometimes it's through like promptings, impressions. Like when we just feel like, I just feel really led to do this. Sometimes the Lord speaks to us through those kinds of promptings. He'll speak to us through confirmation. We always joke about that one. How, when it's like, you just cannot seem to get away from a certain thing. (laughs) It's like the Lord keeps bringing up this certain theme over and over through like signs that you see outside or (laughs) conversations that you overhear the sermon series or a book that shows up on your desk or whatever. It's like, okay, Lord, I get it. I get it. You're trying to tell me something here. Yes. Love that. Cause I'm like, the Lord has no problem repeating himself to get a message across. But yeah. uh, Another way is like through pictures, you know, like uh, that's a way that I feel like the Lord really speaks to me a lot is if I just ask him a question or I'm seeking something from him, sometimes I'll just get a picture in my mind and I'm like, okay, Lord, what is, I love that. What does that mean? What does that represent? You know, some people, some people hear from the Lord through dreams. I don't, Rachel, you and I are both pregnant right now. So our dreams are (laughs) insane. And I'm like, I have no idea if the Lord's trying to speak to me through this, he's going to have to make, make it a lot more clear. (laughs) I know when we were joking about this a couple weeks ago, I thought, 
Oh man. I mean, and dreams have, to be honest, not ever really been one of the ways that I feel like he has spoken to me anyways. But when we were like cracking up about it a couple of weeks ago, we were like, Hmm. Yeah, better not take any of those dreams to the bank because they yeah, yeah. they're crazy. <laughs> yes, crazy. Yeah. Yes. I won't go into any of mine, but no, they're entertaining. You. They're entertaining they are. lately. <laughs> they um, are. But, you know, so it's important to know ways that he speaks. How does he speak to you most often? How can you grow in receiving from the Lord in other ways? Again, always remembering that the word of God is a plumb line. The plumb line. It is, it is what we always go back to when we, when we, we, take everything that we feel like we receive from the Lord back to the word and say, does it line up? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we talk, um, about how to even confirm that something you've heard is from the Lord. And, and that's a huge yeah. one. Does it line up with scripture? If it doesn't line up with scripture, that was not the Lord. Don't worry. Um, it's not, yeah. It's not nope, him. <laughs> nope, that's a pretty easy right there, but then also yes. just, does it line up with his character? Yeah. Um, and, and that, that requires you getting to know God and who he is through the word and through just um, honestly like life experiences with him and having that relationship with him. You get to know who he is. Yes. And, and so is what you feel like you have received from God. Does it line up with his character? Um, even thinking through the fruit that it produces in your life. Mm, that's good. You know, when the Lord speaks, uh, when the Lord communicates something to you, what's going to communicate good, healthy fruit. It's going to, yeah. it's going to produce peace and joy and life. Um, so if you feel like what you've received produces fear or condemnation or yeah. something that is not part of his character and it's not good fruit, yeah. um, then that is probably not from the Lord. Um, sometimes it's good even clue. just confirmed good through clue. other people, you know, yeah. like there are trusted people that are in my life that I know, um, have strong relationships with the Lord. And sometimes, um, it can be really confirmed through other people in my life. If there's something significant that I feel like I've kind of heard from the Lord, I'm going to take it to some of my trusted friends um, okay. and you know spiritual mentors. And sometimes it's just really good perspective that you can get from other people as well. But but one of the things I'm really excited about in the new edition of our study um, is that we kind of are going to unpack a little bit more just even some of the roadblocks because oh, you yeah. know we we do have an enemy that really wants to steal from our connection with the Lord. And so he's going to yeah. throw anything at us that will, will hinder our ability to really connect with the Lord in this way. Right. And some of the primary ones that we've kind of identified can be like expectation. So it can be that, well, I expect that the Lord's going to speak to me this way. So that's what I'm looking for. When in fact, he might be communicating with you in a very different way in a different Avenue. And so being able to be open with like, okay, the Lord may communicate with me in lots of different ways. And so not having expectation for that, uh, for how that's going to look or what that's going to be. Um, and another way can just be anxiety and doubt. I know a lot of people, especially if they have never really um, been introduced to this idea of hearing from God, they can struggle a lot with anxiety and doubt. They can struggle with, I'm not going to be able to get it. I'm not going to hear this. Right. He's not going to speak to me. I can't do this. This is too, nope. What if I try and I don't hear anything, you know, like the yeah. enemy will really try to hold you back with that one. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, even like, a bitterness and unforgiveness, that can be yes. a huge one. Yeah. Um, if you have, if you are harboring bitterness, goodness knows if you're harboring bitterness towards the Lord. Sure. Um, but if you're harboring unforgiveness and bitterness at all, even towards other people in your life, that can be such a significant barrier in yeah. your connection with the Lord. It's crazy yeah. how, yeah. 
how powerful that can be and what a big hold yeah. on your heart that can be. So that thankfully that's one of the keys that we dive into Yes, <laughs> is forgiveness. Um, yeah. but, but then another one that's, that can be a big one is just even like unconfessed sin. Mm. Like if I've yeah. just got, if I've got some stuff in my lot in my life that I'm kind of keeping in the dark that I'm not letting anybody and not letting the Lord into, yeah, or not bringing Ooh. into the light. You know, I'm just always like, if you've got something in the dark in your life, it is in the enemy's territory. <laughs> yeah. And it's it is, not good. <laughs> it is in a territory yeah. of someone who is there to steal, kill and destroy. And yeah. so there is a lot of power of bringing every area of your life into the light um, and into the territory of the father where the, where the enemy can't touch it. Yeah. That is, that's huge. And that with, if there's something in the dark, that's going to be a major barrier between you and the Lord and your ability to receive and hear from God. So those are really important things to look at in your life. If you're like, man, I just feel like there's a block. I feel like I want to hear from God. I want to be able to receive from the Lord in the way that you're describing, but something is standing in my way. I think it's really good to maybe look at some of those areas and see if those could connect with you. But at the end of the day, if you're struggling to hear from him, man, ask him, like just ask him, like, what is it, God, that is blocking me from hearing from you, from receiving from you? And then when he shows you what that is, ask him, what do you want to do with it? Like, what do you want to do with it? What do I need to do with it? How do we get this thing out of the way so that I have just kind of unhindered connection with you in that way? And so I, listen, I can just say for me, I don't know if there's been a more life transforming thing to learn in my walk with the Lord than how to hear and receive from him in this way. We talk about prayer journaling, um, just the importance of practicing this on a daily basis, like asking him questions and then letting him speak. Um, and I know that's going to be one of the takeaways I think that you're going to share with people before we get off today, but, um, but man, growing in this area of your life, guys, it will change (laughs) everything. It will change everything. And, and when I started really diving into this and practicing it and growing in it, I just have found my like, attunement is, I don't even know if that's a word, no, that is but I'm making that is it a word. word attunement to the Holy spirit and my ability to hear from him throughout the day has changed. I mean, it is just yeah. like, I just feel like my connection with the Lord is in a whole nother place because that yeah. was, that was an area that I'd never really been introduced to. Yeah. And I'd never really, I'd never really had the, the opportunity to dive into it and to grow in it. So yeah. I love that that's so foundational to keys to freedom yeah. um, because that alone will change your life. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Much less all the other keys that you will be introduced to through this series. So yes. yes. No, I think that's so great. Mel. And I, I love too, that you even kind of just gave us some, some really good parameters as far as, okay, what are some roadblocks? What is, how could this be confirmed if I am hearing from God? Cause I think a lot of times based on prior experience, we can get frustrated and go, yeah, well, I don't really hear from the Lord or yeah. I have a, or even like, to be honest, I mean, when we first started to, when I first came to mercy and we, I started hearing about hearing from the Lord and, and how to, you know, practice this in your daily life. It was frustrating to me because not because it's a frustrating concept, but because in my own experience, yeah, I felt like I need to have this result or it needs to look this way. Or I was so busy sifting through the chatter in my mind that I could never be still for like two seconds to, to just 
like enjoy being with him. It was yeah. always like, what am I going to, you know, and, and of course the Lord does want to bless you and he does want to speak to you, but, but don't miss what Mel said about, you know, this being a, a daily practice and really kind of exercising that muscle in the sense, the more you do it, the more you're going to get acquainted with what he sounds like, like what yeah. Mel is saying. I love what, you know, this is one of my favorite things in confirmation. Absolutely. Number one, his word, but number two, his character, because that's all up there in his word too. Like, yeah. you know, if, if you're hearing just nonstop condemnation. Well, remember there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus and, and just matching it with, okay, is this actually like who he is and how he responds to his people? Is it how his word says he responds? And anyways, it's just, the more you do it, not, not going to say that you're never going to make a mistake. I mean, let me tell you, I'll be the first to tell you that like, I've had moments with Jesus and I'm like, the Lord, he told me that we're going to, move to da da da. I mean, you know, we're, we're like, whatever. And then you go through an experience where it doesn't happen or it happens differently, or you go, Oh my gosh, did I even hear the Lord? Yeah. Don't, don't let those moments of disappointment or confusion, like deter you from pursuing an intimate relationship with him. Cause the enemy yeah. would love nothing more than for us to be like, it's, it's just too confusing. It's too, <laughs> you're yeah. disappointing or hard. Yes. It does take intentionality and with like with anything. And it does take, um, just learning what that, what his voice sounds like in the, um, you know, is tem- tenor, timber, the, the way yeah, his voice timber. Timber, is that the right <laughs> That's, I think that has something to do with, yeah. I feel like it has to voice. do with sound. The, the whole, Yeah. Yes, you you got me. But just the way that, you know, it sounds, but cultivating that and taking the time and knowing too that like, you know what, I'm I'm a child of God, but I'm also human. And so there's times when I will um, you know, I want something real bad and I'm gonna like pray and hope and maybe sometimes base what I hear on my own desires and but knowing that there's grace for that and, and God <laughs> he's in control. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he wants to take this journey with us. So, yeah. And I, I think, think that's an important piece is that it's, especially if there are people who are listening that are like, yeah, that sounds great. I just don't, I just don't think I can do, I just don't think I have right. the ability to do it right. or that, or one of the significant roadblocks for you is that anxiety and doubt piece yeah. that like, you're going to be able to do it. I yeah. think remembering that the truth is that God wants so much to communicate with you even more than you want to hear from him. He Ooh, wants to yeah. speak to you. That's good. So I think understanding that you are not like fighting the Lord for this ability to hear from him. You are partnering yeah. with him. He That's wants good. it. He desires that for you. So please don't, do not believe the lie that this is not for you or that God doesn't right. want to have this kind of relationship with you. That right. is 100% an enemy roadblock that has been thrown in front of you. That is not yes. from the Lord. So yes. um, if that's something you struggle with, just know that I think you already said it, like he wants that. He that's wants right. it more than you want it. That's so. right. That's so good. He didn't play games. So I that's love, right. I love that. So on that same line of thought, we're going to give you these two takeaways here today to just get away and spend some time with the Lord. And the first is going to be to go back to that tree analogy and you can draw, don't worry, you don't have to be like, you know, an artist or anything. You would laugh if you saw my trees, Um, (laughs) but get a piece of paper (laughs) and draw out uh, what you believe right now 
to be your, um, the behaviors, the things that you're struggling with. I mean, the things that you see that you go, man, if I could just get rid of this, like I'd be free, I'd be whole. Like if I was not addicted to blank, whatever it may be, you can start with one. If that feels doable, don't overwhelm yourself. If you're like, I can't write, you know, all of the things, just start with one. And then we're going to go down from there to the trunk. What are the kinds of thoughts and beliefs and lies that you are operating from, that you're hearing in your head, that you're, you know, afraid that if you don't, you know, if you stop doing this or if this happens, what are the things that you were listening to that are shaping the way you're acting, essentially? Mm-hmm. Put those in that trunk area. Um, that trunk area always fills up really fast for me, y'all. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh wow. Yeah. So it just starts flowing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. flowing. Mm -hmm. And then below, ask the Lord to show you maybe what are the things that you're wrestling with that could be at the root that are supporting the beliefs and then the behaviors. So is it rejection? Is it shame? You know, fear, abandonment? What, what is it that is maybe at the source of, again, the beliefs, and the behavior that's continuing the cycle, that's producing this fruit. And he's faithful. He'll show you if you go through this exercise and you're really struggling with, you know, getting on a piece of paper, give yourself time, give yourself um, space to be able to come back to it even and process this with the Lord. And on that same line, we want to encourage you to make space uh, to practice just hearing from him. And so we do this at Empower, where we'll we'll have this, what we call kind of like a two-way journaling thing, where we'll ask the Lord a specific question and just give ourselves time and, and honestly, quietness, if that's a word, um, to, to hear what he has to say. And so if you need somewhere to start, one place that could possibly be easy is to just ask the Lord, God, what is your favorite thing about me? Or Lord, what do you love about me? And and to just give it some time and space and see what he says. Again, remembering that his word is our plumb line, remembering his character. So if you immediately are attacked with these thoughts of, well, you're a no good loser, you know, <laughs> to know that's not yeah. from, yep. from him. Um, and one thing I love is you may even, you may even get a highlighted scripture right away from him to go back and go, oh, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh, wait, where is that? Oh, okay. And, and, you know, if you got to bring in Google, you know, type it in Psalm 139. Um, But, but asking, Lord, would you show me, would you show me what you think about me? Would you show me your heart for me? And again, I love what Mel said. Nothing will heal the wounded and broken places in our lives, like his voice, because it's what we were made for. We long to hear our creator. We, we were made to flourish under, um, his very word. And so uh, just know that continuing to come back to this and practicing it, not giving up, spending time with the Lord is never lost. Even if it doesn't look maybe what you thought like in the moment, give this some time. So there's a couple yeah. of things you can do. Go to that tree analogy and then write out some specific questions. You can start with, Lord, what do you think about me? What's your favorite thing about me? Write that down. Go mm-hmm. from Yeah, that's so good. And I love the thought of even combining those two activities of saying, because yes. guess what? You don't have to figure it all out. You do not That's have to right. figure out all the lies. You do not have to figure out all the roots. If you're like, I'm so overwhelmed with where to even start with that. Just start 
and yeah. ask the Lord. Like maybe yeah. that's a great way to combine the two exercises. God, what, what are some of the branches on my tree? What is, that's right. what's in the trunk of my tree? What's in my belief system? Yeah. What are, where did this come from? God, like, yeah. can you show me what's at the root of this? Where did the, you know, where did this all start? You know, inviting him into that piece is vital. Yes. Because he knows. He That's knows right. every little branch, every little root, <laughs> every little experience, every That's little right. lie. He knows every single bit of it. Yes. He's intimately aware of it. And in fact, when you invite him into that process, he will actually bring the things up at the right time. Because guess That's what? Right. You probably are not at a point where you're ready to deal with every single All thing you've ever struggled <laughs> with. He's, but he's like, I know exactly what to pinpoint right That's now. That's right. That will shift things for you right now. And then guess what? In a year, two years, three years, 10 years, I'm going to put my finger on something else and we're going to That's deal right. with that then. It's an ongoing lifelong process. That's right. So um, I hope that as we've kind of been talking through today, just some of the foundational pieces of the mm-hmm. keys to freedom that um, for some of you, this has maybe been a review, a refresher. For some of you, this might be the first time you're hearing some of this stuff, but um, yeah. that's that's where we're headed um, in this, in these next few weeks on mercy talk is we're going to just really start diving into, and yes, Brooke will be back with us next week. Everyone yes, don't worry if right. you're like, where is she? I miss yeah, Brooke. We do too. We miss Brooke <laughs> yeah. when she's not with us. So, um, she'll be joining us for the rest of this series as we dive into each of the keys. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, you know, can't say enough that I, I know, like, as we were just talking about this study and where it all came from, um, just remembering that this all originated back when the Lord was speaking to Nancy yes. Alcorn about, okay. she said like, okay, I, I don't want to just take everything that's out there and just use, I mean, what do you want our young women in our residential program? What do you want them to go through? What are the principles that you want them to walk through? What does this process look like for the young women in our residential homes? That's right. And the Lord really Mm -hmm. highlighted these specific principles to her years and years and years ago. And they've been used in our home for years and years and years. Yes. Um, And then, as you said, it got finally put into book form, written form. And then that's where this study came from. And so, um, man, these have been, these were really principles that the Lord highlighted to Nancy years ago, and they have been proven transformational yeah. for years and years in our residential home. And now over the last few years, uh, through the book, ditch the baggage and through the study keys to freedom. And so, um, these, we we're speaking for ourselves as to how life transforming these keys have been, but man, we've seen them change lives for years now. And so, um, I'm really, really excited to just get into these in kind of a new fresh way over the next few weeks. We hope that this has been encouraging and a good start for you. But if you're like, okay, I did my tree. Now what? Man, <laughs> stick with us. That's stick right. with us over these That's next right. few weeks. We're going to really start um, diving into what we believe are principles that really do bring about life transformation yeah. for every single one of us, no matter where we find ourselves today. Um, so we're excited about it. We hope that you will join us next week when we jump into our first key. We're so glad you joined us today. We'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you want to find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to mercymultiplied.com.